glad you're with us this morning. And as we go into Superintendent's Corner, we're excited to have along with us Anthony Fisher. He is the District Athletic Director. And uh, I'm wondering, can you tell us, give us an update on what's happening with football and the fall sports this season? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And uh, I just want to let it be known for the record, this is probably two years to the date that uh, I first uh, showed up on your show. Uh, so I was hired October 17th, or excuse me, September 17th of uh, 2018. And here we are around that same time, two years later. So I certainly thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to speak. Uh, as far as the State High School League, they made the decision on Monday the 21st to uh, move football from the spring, which was a previous decision that they made, along with volleyball, back to the fall. And so essentially what's going to happen is football is allowed six regular season weeks, and that's for a regular season contest with two weeks of postseason competition. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to have a football state tournament, but they are they are looking to have some type of culminating event. And same thing for volleyball. Volleyball will be allowed 11 weeks of regular season competition with two weeks of postseason competition. And that also does not include uh, a volleyball state tournament. So the start date for those, the earliest that the first football game can be played would be October 5th and the earliest for volleyball would be October 8th. Why the change? Um, so are you asking for the politically correct answer or are you asking for my specific opinion? I, I guess I can give you both. Okay. Uh, from, from a political standpoint, I believe that the State High School League received a lot of pressure once other states uh, were engaged in football. And when I say other states, meaning all of the surrounding states in, in the Midwest region. And so that put a lot of pressure on them. And, and I also think that given their financial state, um, they couldn't sustain uh, any, uh, you know, uh, lawsuits. And, and it was my understanding that there were nine lawsuits in motion based on the fact that this, this particular uh, decision was made back in August. So, uh, you know, that, that would be one answer. And then my response would be, uh, I, I really do feel that, um, you know, there's, there's a small number of voices that are pretty loud and, and that's in a lot of cases and so having said that those small voices rallied together and pretty much forced this decision so to speak so is it uh, lawsuits over saving lives um you know one would argue that um, the saving lives piece could be on one end keeping our kids safe and having them not engage in athletics or face-to-face contact. And then the, uh, the other argument could be made from a mental health standpoint that, you know, this is certainly um, helping our kids just to be engaged with, you know, another human being outside of their, their, their home. So I guess you could make a case for both. As the athletic director, we're talking with Anthony Fisher, the district athletic director for Minneapolis Public Schools. Are you, well, I know you you follow the rules, but are you in a line, in alignment with this decision? Yes. I mean, we, we support the state high school league. I mean, that, that's a, that's a tough job. And, uh, you know, I, I certainly do not envy those folks that, that, that have to make those decisions. And, um, you know, as a member, we have a choice and our choice is either to 
participate with the state high school league and, and whatever they bring forward or to not participate. And so with that participation comes being allowed to, you know, play in state tournaments and having rules so that it's an even playing field before the, the, the game even begins. So that's the choice that you have. And, and yes, we support the state high school league because we want to be a part of what they have to offer. What are the parents saying to you? Uh, there's, there's some, some, some mixed emotions. You know, I've, I've received several emails stating that we shouldn't be playing football and, and, and Minneapolis public schools should disengage and, and make the decision to, you know, not play. And then I've gotten emails, uh, you know, what are we going to do in terms of uh, keeping our kids safe? And I've gotten emails in terms of, you know, allowing spectators, you know, the whole nine. So it, it ranges, but basically a lot of our parents do want to, to return back to, to playing sports. And um, the secondary question would be, how are we keeping them safe? It's a tough role. I'm glad I'm not in your shoes, Anthony Fisher. <laughs> my goodness. Sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, what will shut this down? So you you're underway. What will shut it down? Well, what what, what we've put together is what's coined as a, a five stage athletic approach and essentially it has five stages that first stage would be virtual only and that 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 virtual stage really would only come into play if there's an outbreak within a particular sports program and or if there are multiple cases reported within a a sports program so just to 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 backpedal before i get into the stages but essentially our plan uh had to be uh you know, it had to include a city of our size and be able to, you know, uh, speak to keeping 37,000 kids roughly, if that's how many decide to go out for athletics safe. But it also had to be flexible enough to drill down to a specific school community, a specific sport within that community, and maybe even a specific level within that particular sport. And so having said that, I mentioned the virtual stage, stage one, Stage two gives a little bit more uh, uh, flexibility in a sense that it's in-person contact, but it's only for practice purposes. And so, again, the State High School League gave us the the, 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 the tough duty of having in-season sports and off-season sports happening at the same time. So where you have football, which will start on the 28th, you also have baseball being able to practice in the fall due to the fact that their season was taken away from them last spring. And so that's where some of the challenges come into play. And like I said, that's why our, our plan had to be flexible. When you get to stage three, again, that's where there, there's some more things that are allowed. And in stage three, uh, essentially weight room usage and being able to gather in larger pods or larger groups. And that's still stage two and stage three are both practice stages. Now, when you get into stage four, that's where you're allowed contact with competition. And so having said that, again, we had to loosen the reins a little bit more because of the competition factor. And lastly, stage five is returning to normal, um, returning to normal uh, coaching or, or face-to-face contact, what we experienced prior to um, COVID, which I, I don't foresee us ever getting to stage five. That's just my personal opinion. Are fans coming to these games? Uh, at this time, we have uh, uh, no spectator 
uh, admittance policy. And so uh, for outdoor athletic events, no fans. And then from the Minnesota Department of Health, um, it's my understanding that indoor facilities are considered an extension of the classroom. And so the Minnesota Department of Health is not allowing any non-essential workers on campus and our gyms are considered uh, an extension of the classroom. And so therefore fans will not be allowed to enter our facilities and, 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 and be a part of uh, volleyball at this time. You got a big job, man. <laughs> we wish you a lot of luck. That's Anthony Fisher, District Athletic Director for Minneapolis Public Schools with us talking about uh, sports being played this fall and at least football and volleyball. Thanks for being with us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And, and let's not uh, let it let too many days go far few in between that, that this takes place. Absolutely. <laughs> and happy anniversary on your first appearance with us on the morning show. <laughs> Thank you very much. You guys have a great day. <laughs> you too. Thank you.